It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill. Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. Ah, uh, Friday Fiasco KT Live PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas, baby. It is rock and roll time all night long. Wall to wall college basketball. Talk with Dan Butterly, Commissioner Big West Tournament. Uh, actually, Big West Conference, but uh, Big West Tournament right here. Dollar Loan Center, Henderson. What a great facility. That'll start up and uh, looking forward to that. Going to make it over to that venue, not too far from the house. And uh, going to be one heck of a weekend here in Vegas. Got everything going on. NASCAR, we've got uh, big league baseball going on with the Reds and A's. And uh, just so many things going on. And, of course, five college basketball tournaments. One of them going on right now at the Orleans Arena, the uh, WCC tournament. Get to scores in just a little bit. Golden Knights in action tonight. T-Mobile taking on the Jersey Devils. And uh, New Jersey playing with good, solid hockey. We'll get to that as well. bunch of teams have uh, already advanced to semifinals and finals as far as some of the smaller conference tournaments and uh, some games going right now. We'll keep an eye on all of those. Lots of scores and lots of college ball. Good buddy of mine, Paul Rampton. Haven't seen him in, gosh, I want to say probably 15 years. He's going to stop by the studio. Great musician, basketball guy, and I used to play some ball for a very famous NBA ball player. And I uh, can't wait to see Paul. Knows his sports, knows his music. Actually had the uh, same manager or agent or something that my brother-in-law, Zach Wild, had. So uh, looking forward to him stopping by studio hour number two. But going to give out a bunch of games for tomorrow. How about Mark Hoke last night giving out a winner big time? North Dakota, his rival college, of course, going to North Dakota State. But he said, no, this is, this is a good spot. Take North Dakota. Lay the points, man. Actually, they were getting a point or two, at, I think a point and a half at the time. They ended up going off as a favorite. But they take care of business in a big way, and we'll get to all those scores here on SportsX Radio over the next hour and 55 minutes as we rock and roll. Real quick, let's update you on that Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. But again, we've got to let you know, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Friday. We originate from the PSBR Law Studios right here in Las Vegas. Wednesday nights, always catch me, 1750 North Buffalo at Steiner's Pub, one of three in the Vegas Valley to serve you. PSBRlaw.com, the best in personal injury. Brian Panish, senior partner, Panache, Boyle Ravaputi. They are outstanding and here are in the Vegas Valley now for their fourth year and uh, many years 
in Southern California, uh, headquarters there in Santa Monica, but over $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements the last decade for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice. They are PSBR Law. Go to PSBRlaw.com. More information there. But jot down the number. You may need it in the future. You may not need it right now, but you got the 702 down for Vegas. 830-9353. 830-9353. Okay, here's what's going on right now as far as in the association. I'm just going to get you the games that are going. And uh, then we've got a guest coming on. And then I'll get to a lot of the finals a little bit later throughout the evening. And uh, get into a lot of the games, the overnights for tomorrow. Again, a lot of conference tournaments starting up. Men's, women's. But I'm going to hit the men's side of things, of course. I'll always keep track of the run Rebels, the Lady Rebels, of course. And uh, Lindy LaRock, head coach, joining me last night. So uh, her team, the Lady Rebs, will be in action Monday. They'll get the winner of the 8-9 game, Fresno State and Nevada Reno. Uh, the Wolfpack. So right now, let's uh, take a look at the NBA. 49-42. The Grizz lead the Denver Nuggets. 2.45 to go first half. Mile High City. Nuggets minus six. Total 234.5. So on a under pace right now, but we'll see how that game goes. Kings lead the Clippers at the half up in Sacktown. 68-63. They're minus seven in that game. Total 241. Pretty high total. Actually got that down to 240 at the Westgate Superbook. At the half, New Orleans leads the Warriors of Golden State in San Francisco, 57-54. Golden State going off a five-point favorite, total 231.5. And, and the Lakers, a one-point lead, make it a three-point lead now. Early second quarter, just underway in the second quarter, 36-33 Lakers. Meanwhile, college basketball, uh, one game on the big board going right now, Texas Arlington at Seattle U, Seattle U leading at 36-27. Second half just underway. New Mexico and Colorado State. Mountain West competition going on there. Fort Collins, they'll tip off in a little bit. Uh, New Mexico, the Lobos, minus 2.5, 154.5 in that game. Mountain, uh, I'm sorry, Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. The last of four games, Southern Illinois, the Salukis, the higher seed, trailing right now by only a deuce to Missouri State. They were down five at half. Uh, still 11.37 to go in the second half. Arch Madness there in St. Louis. It is 41.39. Missouri State up on top of SIU. Keep an eye on that one. We've got uh, Nebraska-Omaha blowing out UMKC. And this is one that kind of blew my mind because every set of power rankings you looked at, there's no way Nebraska-Omaha should have been favored, but they went off a two-point favorite. Somebody knew something. There's dissension in the troops with the kangaroos, something going on there because they didn't just lose. Uh, they haven't lost yet. There's four minutes to go, but they get, they're getting blown out by the Mavericks of Nebraska-Omaha in the Summit Tournament, 69-50. to uh, The earlier game, again, North Dakota beat Denver, 83-68. And my producer, Mark Hope, giving that game out. Even though it was his rival school, uh, the North Dakota State Bison grad, he knows that Summit League pretty well. Meanwhile, OVC already had one upset. The top seed, Moorhead State, went down to Southeast Missouri State. First time since 2000 that SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, will be in the finals. They'll get the winner of Tennessee Martin, Tennessee Tech. Right now, Tennessee Tech up by 9, 628 to go. Low scoring first half, 20 to 11. Your score, keep an eye on that one as well. And BYU, a huge second half. They erase a deficit there at the Orleans Arena down the street and knock off the Portland Pilots. BYU minus 5.5. The Cougs win it by 11, 82 to 51. How about the total? 154.5. The game barely stays under. Hits 153 again, 82-71. Tipping off in a little bit will be Pacific. Nice win last night over Pepperdine. They'll take on San Francisco. The Dons going off a 9-point favorite, 156. 
is your total there. And uh, let me see if there's any other games still going. No, that is it. On the ice, though, we check in at T-Mobile and New Jersey. The Devils are leading the Vegas Golden Knights right now, 14.45 to go in that second period, 2-1 to one Jersey, 1-1 one, one second period, 13.40 to go in Orange County, Montreal, and the Anaheim Ducks all tied at 1. How about Carolina laying it on Arizona in Tempe after 2, Hurricanes 5, Coyotes 1. Same score, Edmonton, third period. Blowing out Winnipeg, the boys from Manitoba getting roughed up by the boys in Alberta. 5-1, Edmonton leads it. 12.35 to go in the third period. The one final in the books. Seattle doubled up on Columbus on the road. Kraken win it by a score of 4-2. And as a look at the Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard, remember, I will get to all the college basketball, all the finals, and then we'll start looking at Saturday's overnight lines and uh, just a huge schedule, a plethora of games as the regular season winds down for a bunch of teams in the bigger conferences, and then some of the smaller conferences will continue their tournaments. We'll get you all those numbers the scores, and the lines for the overnights a little bit later. But it is my pleasure to welcome in Dan Butterly. Dan is the commissioner, Big West Conference. And KT, as you guys all know, over the last uh, umpteen years, I've been telling you my background, Big West. I love Big West. 1995, of course, calling games for UC Riverside, going all the way to the national championship game. That's where I met Bruce Pearl in southern Indiana. Unfortunately, we were on the losing side of that game, the Highlanders, but it was one of those runs by a UCR team that was pretty phenomenal, a team that really only had eight players on the team but went all the way to the finals, knocked off Indiana-Pennsylvania in the uh, Final Four game, a team that was 31-0, and but UCR was able to beat them, get to that final. And then 1999, 2000, 2001, KT was calling games for Long Beach State, the beach. And even when I moved here in 2000, I would still trek back and forth to the old pyramid right there in Long Beach. I'd drive to those road games. And uh, you know what? Something about calling college basketball. I love it. And Wayne Morgan had some pretty good teams. He, of course, under Jim Beheim for many years. But that's a long time ago, but still have a lot of ties there to the Big West. And the great thing is right here in the Vegas Valley, we are very fortunate, especially there if you live in Henderson, I mean, what a great facility, the Dollar Loan Center, and now in the second year of hosting the Big West Tournament. So we bring in Mr. Butterly to kind of talk to us a little bit about that little marriage made there because I think it's a perfect venue for the Big West. And, Dan, thank you so much on a Friday night for taking time out of your schedule. But the Big West and the Dollar Loan Center, they just go hand in hand. I was there last year, enjoyed my time in a beautiful suite, and uh, looking forward to another great tournament. Yeah, Ken, we're excited. Great to be on with you tonight. We're absolutely excited. Uh, to get over to the Dollar Loan Center. We were the first event in the new building uh, last year. It's kind of nice coming around the second time around, not having to worry about whether the shot clocks would work, whether the doors would be open, you know, the things that you have to deal with on the first year in the first event in the building. But now uh, knowing that the Big West is coming in, we've done a lot of great things to build upon last year's success, uh, and the competition is fierce in the Big West this year, so the tournament game should be fantastic. Yeah, and that's what's great. It's a very competitive conference, but – you know, I remember, and I was talking to Jessica, your assistant, and I remember, you know, it, when you're in the Big West, outside of, uh, you know, back in the Tark days, way back when, and then uh, one year when I was calling, I want to say maybe around 99 or 2000, uh, both Utah State and Pacific, uh, who were still in the Big West at the time, they both made the tournament the same year, but it's pretty much a one-bid conference. And so as well as you do during the regular season, you better make sure that you bring your A game to the tournament. And I was telling Jessica, I remember in uh, 2000, Long Beach State had a really solid season. We won the Big West uh, regular season, and we were playing at the Anaheim Convention Center. Now, for those that have been there for that tournament, 
It is a nightmare with the backdrop that they used to have there. I mean, it was just the depth perception was pathetic for a three-point shooter. <laughs> and those games were, you know, for the betters, they were dead unders, most of them. But for Long Beach State, I was just like, the first game was high noon. We were the one seed playing the eight seed. And I'm like, Dan, I go, this is, this is great. I mean, I'm going to be outside by 2.30 in the afternoon, enjoying a nice dinner and getting ready for, you know, the next game for the next day. And uh, we had beaten Boise State, I think, by 27 and by 29 during the regular season. Both contests just mauled them. Not only did we lose, Dan Butterly, we lost by 25 or whatever it was. And I was sitting there. <laughs> I have never been so humbled calling a game in my life. I just wanted to get the heck out of there. It was like the old Southwest uh, Airlines commercial. Want to get away for a while? Because I did. And, uh, but that's the deal. I mean, when you're in a conference like the Big West, you better bring your A game, not just during the regular season to get that nice seed, but when you're playing that lower seed, they've got nothing to lose, and they, too, are trying to keep their season alive. No, you're spot on. And the, the great thing for us is we're going to crown two champions a week from uh, tomorrow, next Saturday, the uh, March 11th, with our women's championship game going first at 3 o'clock and our men's championship game going at 6.30. Uh, and you're spot on. I mean, we are right now a one-bid conference in both the men's and women's side. We're improving uh, greatly. We are actually the 15th-rated conference uh, now and on the men's basketball side. That's a great improvement from uh, just a few years ago uh, when I came on board. So our, our teams are doing the things they need to do uh, to get better. We've got multiple 20-win teams uh, this year. So it is going to be first-class basketball, first-class competition, but it is extremely important. It is truly survive in advance for these teams to punch their tickets uh, to the NCAA tournament. If you if you lose, you know you're going home. If you win, you survive in advance, and you still have that chance at that NCAA tournament bid. So can't wait to see how this tournament unfolds. I can't tell you who uh, is going to win uh, because I think the the drama in every one of these games is just going to be fantastic to watch. No doubt. Let me start on the ladies' side real quick because Long Beach State, the Lady 49ers, uh, or the Lady Beach now, uh, they are on a 15-game winning streak as they come in. And UC Irvine right there, also only two blemishes in the conference, but 17-2 uh, and two for Long Beach State, 15-2 and two for UC Irvine. Uh, both teams on win streaks, six in a row for the Anteaters, the Lady Anteaters, and uh, 15 in a row for Long Beach State's ladies. Uh, they are going to be the favorites, no doubt, but there are some other teams, like you see Santa Barbara, Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. I mean, you see Davis Lady Aggies, pretty good squad. And then the uh, UC San Diego, uh, the Tritons, uh, the newest member, I believe, of the Big West, uh, making their presence felt as well. So they'll be in action as well. Actually, yeah, UC San Diego won't participate. They're still transitioning into oh, the Division okay. One stage. Uh, so they, they're un- un- ineligible to participate, but you're spot on on Long Beach State, winning 15 straight games on the women's basketball side has been a fantastic season for their squad. And obviously, UC Irvine right behind them, keeping pace with them with both teams, only two losses. Tomorrow's the last game of the regular season. Uh, both teams, if, if either one of them loses, the other one wins, that's, that's the title uh, on the women's basketball side. But it is going to be a lot of fun to watch. As you indicated, UC Santa Barbara could be a sleeper as well as last year's champ in Hawaii has been playing great uh, down the stretch here as well. So, very excited to see uh, how the women's uh, side unfolds and uh, some uh, Las Vegas talent, Las Vegas-based talent on all those teams. There you go. Now on the men's side of things, UC Santa Barbara, UC Irvine, both sitting at 14-5. and five. Hawaii, UC Riverside, both sitting at 13-6. and six. UCR able to erase an 11-point deficit on the island. I stayed up late and watched that one. They came back and beat Hawaii. Hawaii then was able to come back and beat UC Irvine in a nip-and-tuck fun game there on the island. So uh, always uh, stuff that's going down to the wire, it seems like, in the Big West. Uh, Pastor Neck doing a great job in his 
tenure so far with uh, the Gauchos, and I remember calling games at the Thunderdome when I was calling games for the beach, and I used to go like, God, man, what a great home court advantage this is because no one knows where the hell out of bounds is except the, the, the Gaucho teams because of all the <laughs> volleyball courts. But I don't know if they've, if they've ever you know, changed that around. But that was like a major uh, home court advantage. I always looked at that place and then the Matthew Knight Arena with all that, you know, that, that artwork and everything there. Like, who the heck knew but the Oregon Ducks, like where the out of bounds was? I mean, it was just kind of crazy there, but little advantage there for the home team. What about UCSB, UC Irvine? Who has a tiebreaker uh, if, if they do? did finish tied well that, that's the great thing about it there's some really strong competitive games tomorrow uh hawaii is at santa barbara on espnu at six o'clock p.m uh tomorrow so it'll be fun for the national audience national television audience to see two of the best of the big west uh you know compete uh in the championship in the uh potentially a regular season championship game but again irvine's right there neck and neck uh the tiebreakers still too many of them to call it all just depends on uh, both those teams could end up anywhere from one to four in the seedings at this point, just depending on what the outcomes of the games are tomorrow. There you go. Going to be a lot of fun, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how things shake out because, yeah, you always want to get a seed, but sometimes you run into maybe that team that you don't match up so well with. We've seen that a lot of time in conference tournaments, and you kind of look through uh, you know, teams and you say, I don't get it. This team swept that team, but they got swept by this team. And sometimes matchups <laughs> make for very interesting conference games and uh, especially in the tournaments. But talk to me how you uh, were able to finally, you know, work things out here in Henderson, Nevada with the Dollar Loan Center. Because the five tournaments now that we have on the men's and ladies side, I think, you know, there's not a better place for college basketball because when you – can attract with the city of Las Vegas, you know, you get the people, there's so much to do. There's shows and all these different things to do and take in for the people when they're not at the particular games. And so even for the teams that may bow out, they still are going to have a nice place to go eat or hang out with family and friends and just kind of enjoy the beautiful city of Las Vegas. So, you know, Henderson is its own beautiful city. I've lived there for uh, better than two decades now. I love Henderson. And I uh, just wanted to know how the whole thing came about where the Big West and uh, the Dollar Loan Center kind of linked. Well, strangely enough, Ken, I mean, we, during the COVID year, 2020, 2021, we were in a, in a challenge that we might not have been able to play our, our basketball championships in the state of California. So we relocated the Big West basketball championships from the Honda Center in Anaheim over to the Mandalay Bay uh, arena at the time. It was one of the, there was no fans in the building. Everything was shut down. We were just playing uh, the championship with no fans. It was crazy, but you know, our, our teams and our, our coaches, our administration really thought that, wow, this felt like a championship. You know, we weren't, you know, driving over for the game and driving home after the game that you really had a championship feel. So while we were at Mandalay Bay in 21, uh, Brooks Downing with BD Global, uh, that does a lot of uh, multi-team events there in Las Vegas, a lot of November, December tournaments, you know, said to me, he said, hey, there's, there's opportunities. Would you be interested in looking at it? I said, absolutely. They said, hey, have you heard about this new dollar loan center? I said, no. I said, I haven't even. So I hadn't heard of it. So we drove over to the construction site, um, and the Golden Knight staff and the construction staff actually met us and made a presentation to the Big West and talked about how much they wanted the Big West tournament uh, in their new building in Henderson, the, gold, the dollar, uh, dollar Loan Center, and that's how it started. Uh, we, we talked to the membership. I actually brought some of our athletic directors over to the construction site that were part of that presentation, and they said yes. This would be an ideal location, perfect size venue. So many of our athletic directors, I mean, we've got 11 institutions in the, in the Big West. There was multiple athletic directors last year that were in that building that said, 
they would do anything they needed they could do just to take that building and put it right on their campus. That's how great that facility is well, for the Dan, Big West. Dan Butterly, I look forward to meeting you, Jessica, your staff in person. I'm looking forward to another great tournament. Year number two, Big West Dollar Loan Center, Henderson, Nevada. Going to be a good time. Uh, men's side, ladies' side, going to be a lot of great action. And, of course, like you said, next Saturday you crown two champions. It'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to meeting you, and thank you so much on a Friday night for stopping by SportsX Radio. Can't appreciate the opportunity. We're looking forward to seeing all the fans in Henderson next week. Thanks for the time. Outstanding. Dan Butterly, Commissioner, Big West Conference. Take a break. SportsX Radio, produced by none other than Mark Hoke. The Mark Hoke Show, yes, professional wrestling at its finest. You like professional wrestling, you will love the Mark Hoke Show. And he's going to toot his own horn with that uh, college basketball game he gave out. Look, if you didn't play it, trust me, Mark only picks and chooses his spots. But you owe him big time. So I'll expect some of you to start tweeting Mark Hoke Show. Let him know what you're going to get him because he gave that game out and he was definitive about it. And uh, even KT jumped on the bandwagon there. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM KDWN streaming live on the Odyssey app. If you have not downloaded that sucker, do it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y live from Vegas. We'll be right back. Round, round, get around. I get around. Yeah, get around. Round, round, I get around. I get around. Ah, yeah, baby. I love the Beach Boys, man. I'm old school, man. I'm telling you, living on the beach for uh, many years between San Diego and SoCal up uh, the L.A. area, Manhattan Beach, Santa Monica, Playa del Rey. Playa del Rey was a fun time. Those of you that know Southern California, the jungle, baby, right down there off Trolley Way, the shack, the shack burgers, man, outstanding. And, of course, lots of beach volleyball, KT playing hoops, but the shredder. It was the Grinch and the shredder. The shredder always out there. Dominating on the uh, on the sand over there, the volleyball courts, and uh, I enjoyed playing volleyball as well. Beach volleyball is a lot of fun, but do enjoy the Beach Boys, old school stuff. There's about five or six songs. That's one of those songs I really like. Get you, you know, pumped up there. A little beach action, and enjoyed a lot of the alternative uh, rock and roll that I heard, of course, in Southern California. Hailing from Jersey, didn't really know much about that. I've talked about that back in the past, but San Diego, old school, ninety one X was a great alternative rock station, and then. KROQ 106.7 in LA, another great station as well. KT Live, PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. Thanks to Dan Butterly, Commissioner, Big West Conference. Talking a little bit about the men's and ladies tournament coming up at Dollar Loan Center next week. I believe uh, everything starts up on the 7th. Looking forward to that. Also, we've got uh, Mountain West Conference Tournament. Right now in action, we've got the WCC, the West Coast Conference Tournaments. Then we've got the WAC coming in town. And, of course, we've got the Pac-12. Roxy Bernstein will be uh, part of that broadcast team at T-Mobile. But he'll also be working, I believe, the final couple games, uh, a semifinal game and a final game there as far as the Big West Tournament at Dollar Loan Center. So I'll be able to hang out and see Rox. Looking forward to that. Uh, Tons of college basketball, like I told you, wall-to-wall. Let me update what's going on. Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Before I just get to college basketball, let me update. These are finals from the NBA earlier tonight. Uh, 117-106, Orlando wins at Charlotte. Total was 225. Game just stays under. Uh, Nice cover there by Orlando on the road, minus 3.5. They win it by 11, 117-106, so the game stays under the total. Hawks of Atlanta at home against Portland. Blazers got to be tired. They've been playing a lot of games, and uh, they get whipped pretty good down in hot Atlanta tonight, 129 to 111. Atlanta minus eight gets the win, the cover, winning by 18. Total 242, and the game barely stays under. Is that crazy? I mean, you hit 129 to 111. You're thinking, for sure I got the over. No, total 242. Game stays under by a bucket. 
surprise of the night, the Nets, Brooklyn Nets, right? The new look Brooklyn Nets going to Beantown and beat the Celtics. That'll make Mark a pretty happy camper. A Sixers fan is always happy when the Celtics lose. Boston was minus 10. They get beat by 10. So Brooklyn wins at 115-105, 227 your total. Game stays under. And how about those Knickerbockers? Yes, they went down to South Beach. And they cooled off the Miami Heat. They were one-point dogs. They win it by two. The Knicks, 11 games over 500. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, what is that? I mean, that's I don't even recognize when I look at the standings now to see the Knicks, 11 games over 500. Julius Randle, another 40-plus point effort tonight. He's playing out of his mind right now. But the Knicks win at 122-120. to 120, And that lets me know that the Crooklyn Baller is going to be buying next time I see him because I know Noah Parker, man. That boy will bet on the Knicks. Like I said, if the Knicks are playing God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, 5-on-3, doesn't matter. Noah's got the Knicks, man. He's got the Knicks. In fact, he's probably laying three and a half. But somehow, some way, they got the win tonight, 122 to 120. 11 games over 500. Keep an eye on those Knicks. 130 to 103, all OKC. They bury the Jazz in OKC. Total 231. Game barely gets over. Hits 233. 130 to 103, Oklahoma City with the home win. And Phoenix, only 20 by KD tonight, but another 35-point-plus effort by Devin Booker. Suns on the road in the Windy City. They take care of the Bulls, 125-104. to 104. That total was 224.5. That game gets over, hits 229. Right now, game's going. The Grizz on the road in that mile-high city. Second half underway, 58-50. They lead Denver, 81-76. Kings by 5, 6.53 to go in Sacktown. That is a third-quarter score. And the Warriors up one now on New Orleans, 6.55 to go. Third quarter in San Francisco. T-Wolves and Lakers, second quarter almost over, 53-52. Minnesota up by one. We'll keep an eye on that one, of course. No uh, LeBron James for a while, and Anthony Davis out, I believe, as well. Now let's go to the college basketball. Again, catch up on the games going. Colorado State out of the gate. Fort Collins against New Mexico, 17-15. They lead it, 11:56 still to go first half, Fort Collins. Seattle, no problem putting away the Mavericks of Texas Arlington, 54-33. to Up 21 big ones, 10:39 to go in regulation up there in Seattle. Move on down. Southern Illinois has grabbed the five-point lead now under the arch in St. Louis, the fourth of four games in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. 50-45, to 45, they lead. They'll get Drake if they win that game. Drake comes back, big second half. Only had a one-point lead at intermission over Murray State, but they beat the Racers by 12. They were minus 10.5, so they get the win in the cover. The game stays under the 141, 74-62. The other two got going earlier. Bradley had to gut it out against Northern Iowa uh, Jacobson's team came back from an eight-point deficit, and that was a one-point game down the stretch, but the Braves found a way to get it done. 72-66, the boys from Peoria knock off Northern Iowa. The game gets over the 134-and-a-half, hits 138, 72-66. Bradley, they do not cover the 10. Northern Iowa Panther backers get the money. Meanwhile, I did take Indiana State on the money line, and I'm lucky I did because they were laying two-and-a-half. You still would have got there. They win it by three, 94-91 against Belmont, but both teams lights out second half. Couldn't miss three-point. One of those crazy games. Look, here's me as a head coach. If I get a three, I am not freaking giving up a three. I am not having it canceled out. I do not care. I am going to extend my defense, and I'm going to take that three away from you so that I get a three for two. I'm so tired of watching teams. They get a three, and they're all happy, and they're cocky, and they come back, and they're loose on D. What do they do? They give the three right back. Why do that? Why not? you know, at least gain a point on the possession, even if they dunk the freaking ball. So what? You gained a point on that possession. Stop getting your threes canceled out. See it too many times. 
All right, move on down now to uh, some of the other games that are going. Tied at 26. Remember, Tennessee Tech had an 11 or a nine-point lead at 20 to 11. It's now tied at 26. Tennessee Martin, Tennessee Tech. The winner will get Southeast Missouri State. So we know we're going to have a lower seed come in because the number one seed lost to Southeast Missouri State. That was Moorhead State. Final was 65-58 in that first game. Moorhead State had a nice lead, but then I think they went about eight minutes down the stretch with only one basket, they got a couple free throws, but they just could not score, and they end up losing as the one seed. So there it is. I talked about it when I was at with Long Beach State. You just never know. You finish there in first place. You feel good. You go to the neutral site. You're the big, you know, the big king on campus, and lo and behold, you get sent home with your tail between your legs when you lose that first game. BYU, we told you they knocked off Portland 82-71. Pacific and San Francisco, they've just tipped off in the nightcap there at the Orleans Arena. Remember, Gonzaga and St. Mary's not in action till Monday. Santa Clara and LMU, they get in action, I believe, tomorrow. Let's move on down and uh, go to some of the other tournaments that, uh, here we go, let's go. Let's go here. Let's get to Summit League. And we talked about Mark giving you that game. North Dakota against Denver, 83-68. to North Dakota wins it handily, minus one and a half. Again, they were a dog when Mark gave it out last night. They were catching a point and a half, but they actually uh, closed as a one and a half point favorite. Total was 149, so the game just gets over. Hits 151, 83-68 the final there. And Nebraska-Omaha beats UMKC 73-61 to the final. So the Mavericks move on. The Kangaroos are done for the year. Meanwhile, the Southern Tournament, the Citadel and Mercer. At the half, it was Mercer 27, the Citadel 10. Are you kidding me? Total was 134.5. You're laughing all the way to the bank. You know you got that one, and you did. The Bears win at 66-41. Mercer over the Citadel. Total hits 107. And it was Mercer minus six and a half. No problem there. Win it by 25 going away. And then Tennessee Chattanooga, they jumped all over VMI early. Never looked back. 92-72 the final. Put that game in cruise control as far as the total. 150, a high total. But nonetheless, VMI was just happy to exchange baskets and make it look respectable. But 92-72, the mocks take care of business. Minus 14 and a half. They win it by 20. The only game in the, uh, let me see, the Colonial Tournament, Monmouth and Hampton. Uh, They played the first game of that tournament, and it was Monmouth. All Monmouth, the Hawks, crush Hampton 100-64. to They were actually a one-point dog at the Westgate Superbook. Total was 142.5 in that game. Gets well over the total. Down to a minute 19 to go under the arch. uh, Southern Illinois, the Saluki, still up five on Missouri State. They're minus three in that game. There's a minute 19 to go in regulation. I'll keep you updated in case you have money on that game. Total is 122.5 right now, only sitting at 99. Probably need an extra session to get that one in, and even then, there's no guarantee. Move on back up to the top of the regular board. I was on Toledo today. They were minus four and a half when I gave it out. They closed as a five-point favorite, and uh, they win it by six, 87 to 81. Toledo on a huge winning streak. They're just playing great ball. The Rockets, they'll be the one seed in the Mid-American Conference Tournament next week. Meanwhile, Buffalo, they get the win, but not a cover against Miami. Had a huge lead on Miami, uh, but barely win 68-63. Or I should say, I'm sorry, Miami had a huge lead. Buffalo fought back. Last time I had looked, the game was tied, but Buffalo wins it by five. Miami of Ohio backers still get the money as uh, the Red Hawks cover. 68-63 was your final. 152.5 was your total. Game stays well under. Meanwhile, Tulane, no problem. Uh, Well, there actually was a problem. KT was on East Carolina, and I took the 12 points. I actually took 11.5, and and then it went up to 12. And the reason I took East Carolina in this game, remember, they were there a couple weeks ago, and the game got canceled. The reason being, their play-by-play guy, 
died of a heart attack on Friday night right before the game, so they canceled the game. So I'm figuring they're going back to that venue. You know ECU. They want to dedicate this game to their broadcaster, and they're going to go in there. It's solely business. They're just going there for that game. So I figure that's too many points to give East Carolina. It sure was. East Carolina actually led that game, I think, by five or six at the half. They still lose the game, 81-78, but it was, you know, nip and tuck all the way. It was a one-point game. Both sides kept uh, exchanging the lead down the stretch, but Tulane does win it by three. But when you're plus 11.5, you're feeling good as long as you don't get that extra five minutes in there. Total was 156. Game goes over, hits 159, 81-78, your final. Tulane knocks off East Carolina. Meanwhile, Western Michigan, they pummel Central Michigan by 16, laying 6.5. The Broncos win it at home, 81-65, to total 139. That game flies over the total. Move on down, uh, stay in the Mid-American Conference, all Ohio in Athens. Uh, no problem there, 92-58 to 58 as uh, they dismantle Brad Powers' alma mater, Bowling Green. The Falcons getting pummeled, 92-58 to 58 total, 155.5, so that game still stays under, hits 150. 65-61, it was on St. Louis. They had to hold on. They turned the ball over three times inside the last 40 seconds, but Dayton couldn't put it in the basket. 65-61, Billikens win it at home, 137 was your total, and St. Louis went off a one-point favorite. I actually got the Billikens as a one-and-a-half-point dog, but that line flip-flopped, and St. Louis wins it 65-61. Kent State, I'm fortunate. I laid four-and-a-half in this game, went up to five. It was tied up down the stretch. Then Kent State was only up one with seconds to go. Game ends up going into overtime, and the game finishes Kent State 89-84. So you get the cover, or at least I did, by the hook. 89-84, they win it by five, laying four and a half, total 133, easy over, hits 173 with the extra five minutes. The game had already gone over that total. Sam Houston State, no problem. They bury Abilene Christian at home, 72-54, minus six and a half, win it by 18. Game stays under the 135. 85-66, Northern Illinois, no problem in DeKalb. Bury Eastern Michigan by 19, 85-66. Game gets over the total by a point. Total was 150. Game hits 151. Northern Illinois. Huskies laying four. Again, win it by 19. How about the Wolverines? No, not the maize and blue. The Utah Valley State Wolverines, 113-69. to They crushed Stephen F. Austin. Uh, easy over there. That total was 139. And ducking a couple more, and then we'll uh, go to break. Cal Baptist was at Southern Utah, and uh, the T-Birds win and cover the 6.5. They win it by 10, 81-71. Game barely gets over the 148.5, hits 152. Again, 81-71, Southern, in, uh, Southern Utah at home. And then Grand Canyon is also, <clears throat> excuse me, just one by 10 at Utah Tech, 71-61. So the boys from Phoenix do get the win there. GCU, 71-61. Game stays well under that 145. Take a break, come back, keep things rolling. Uh, lots more as far as on the college basketball side of things. I'll update that Golden Knights score against the Jersey Devils. And uh, some football headlines, the Raiders. Franchise tag going on one of their players. Figure out who that is. Should be rather easy. We'll talk about it when we come back. SportsX Radio, rocking and rolling, 101.5 FM, KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app, AUDACY, live PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. You're listening to SportsX Radio. I'm Ken Thompson, coming right back. that song i'll be around back in the day the spinners mark hoke spinning the hits bringing us back on a friday fiasco kt live psbr law studios here in las vegas rocking and rolling lots of college basketball 
Golden Knights, of course, in action down the street. T-Mobile, let me uh, update that score real quick, and then I'll uh, clue you in on some other things going on. They've got it even. So tied to two after two. Twos are wild, as uh, Vince Scully used to say back in the day. He'd go, deuces are wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two two-two game. And uh, that was the old Dodgers, the greatest broadcaster of all times. But two-two, Golden Knights at home against the Jersey Devils. Keep an eye on that one. One-one after two in Anaheim. It's the uh, Ducks and the Montreal Canadiens. And all Carolina, 6-1, to one, putting away Arizona, 7.35 to go third period. That game in Tempe gave you the other two finals before Seattle doubled up on Columbus, 4-2. to two. And a nice win for Edmonton, 6-3, as they bury Winnipeg at home there in Alberta. All right, keep things rolling here. And uh, talk about the Preventative Diagnostic Center real quick. Folks, I talk about it every night. If you're in that demographic, 40 years of age to 72, you're pretty privy because we are one of the only places here in the country. And, of course, we're the only place in the region that's got the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease, lung disease, cancer. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. Dr. John Pierce, he's awesome. Just love Dr. John Pierce. This guy, you see this guy, you know he's uh, somebody that works out big time, but he also is all about, you know, preventative medicine. You've got to be out there and you've got to look for yourself because who's going to help you out, right? Doctors aren't going to do anything to kind of say, yeah, well, let me see how your, uh, your arteries are there around your heart. Let me see how that liver is, all these things, but you can get all of this information right there at the preventative diagnostic center. They find out how your organs are doing internally. So if you got that widow maker clogging up guys, ladies, number one killer in America, heart disease, Again, demographically, if you're 40 to 72, why wait? Get on down, check things out, Preventative Diagnostic Center, pdcenterlv.com. That's the website, pdcenterlv.com. You know the 702 down for Vegas as far as the area code, 534-7900, 534-7900. Comfortable scan, takes a few minutes. A few days later, you get a detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. The heart CT scan and calcium score special continues to roll on. That means... $125 for a $600 value. Get that ticker checked out. Make sure those arteries aren't clogging up. More importantly, if you got a significant other, they are absolutely free. So the two of you, $1,200 value, total $125. Go check it out. 534-7900, 534-7900. Ken Thompson Live, PSBR Law Studios, as we're wrapping up hour number one. Hold on one sec as I uh, go back to the scores now. Going to go back up top, get you uh, updated on the NBA first, and then we'll cruise from there. NBA still have the four games going. 72-68, the Grizz over the Nuggets. Continue to lead 540 to go now third quarter. How about Kings and Clippers, 98-92. Sacktown still on top with a minute to go in that third quarter. Warriors, 80-76, to up four now on New Orleans. Also a minute left third quarter there in San Francisco. And at the half, Minnesota leads the Lakers 56-55, a one-point lead there. T-Wolves actually went off a one-and-a-half-point favorite total, 226. Drop on down college basketball. I was getting into uh, all those final scores and uh, the two games that are going right now on the big board, Seattle U 64 to 40 leading Texas Arlington 7-10 now left to go in that second half there in Seattle and 31-27 Colorado State in Fort Collins leading New Mexico 351 to go in the first half. I went through the Missouri Valley games uh, as far as that conference tournament. Let me move on down. I got Mammoth in there over Hampton. Got you the uh, the Southern Conference as well, and that was uh, Mercer burying the Citadel, Tennessee Chattanooga, no problem, as they crushed VMI. And uh, right now we've got Tennessee Tech and Tennessee Martin. That is 
the last semifinal there in the Ohio Valley. Again, the winner gets Southeast Missouri State in the final. It is 32-29 Tennessee Tech now with 16.55 to go in regulation. And Pacific and San Francisco are underway right down the street at the Orleans Arena. It is San Fran up 10-7 early, 5 minutes, 40 seconds into that first half. Again, BYU knocked off Portland 82-71, to came back from a deficit. They were down I want to say eight or nine points in the first half. They trailed it at intermission, but the Cougs had a big second half, 82-71. They knock off the Pilots, and they'll continue on in the WCC. Meanwhile, in the Big South tournament, NC Asheville, they ticked me off. Why? Because I ended up laying nine and a half last night. The line actually dropped down to nine and eight and a half some places, but at the uh, Westgate Superbook, I thought NC Asheville, because they had crushed Charleston Southern in both regular season games, I said they're good by double digits. They were up 17, but they only win it by nine, so I got burned by the hook. A lot of times I'll buy that half point. Did not in this game, and I end up losing by the half point. 75-66, your final there. Uh, Did push the closing number there at the Westgate Superbook. 77-76, great game. South Carolina Upstate knocked off Gardner-Webb by a point. They're actually four-point underdogs, and they win the game by a point. Game also sailing over the 135. And then Campbell, fighting Camels. They surprised Longwood, trailed it by six at the half, but they win it by a Baker's dozen, 81-68 your final there. So a nice little money line play if you had Campbell. And then Radford took care of Winthrop, 78-69 as two-point favorites, 139-and-a-half. And there it is as far as uh, your tournament action, as far as the college basketball. And it is a final now. Southern Illinois beat Missouri State 54-51. to Closing number was minus three, so you end up pushing there. Total 122.5. Uh, that game stays well under the total. Only hits 105. And you had threes all the way across the board everywhere in Vegas. So nobody should have lost and nobody uh, probably one on that unless uh, you end up buying a half point. But Southern Illinois came back from a five-point halftime deficit and they knock off Missouri State. So they will play Drake tomorrow in one semifinal. Indiana State, they will play Bradley. So a good foursome there. Four of the top five seeds are there. Indiana State knocking off Belmont. That was a five over the four today, 94-91. Uh, let me uh, move on down and uh, let me just uh, see what else we've got going on as far as on the ice just want to keep an eye on those games. And, again, those games still at the end of the second period, Montreal-Anaheim and the big one down here at T-Mobile, Jersey. The Devils in town to play the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'll tell you what, the Devils, big-time surprise. Never thought that that team was going to be a team to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. But they are, there's no doubt. And they were busy during the trade deadline. Rangers as well. Patrick Kane will be back in action against the Boston Bruins tomorrow. Uh, the Rangers lost the debut with Kane. He had four shots on goal last night, but they lost that game. Nonetheless, to Ottawa, Senators surprised the Blue Shirts by a score of 5-3. to three. And we'll see if the Rangers can get it back on track. I'll get to a lot of the overnights in hour number two, but i got a special guest that's going to be joining me in just a few minutes. He's made it in town. And uh, great musician, uh, Golden Throat, one of the best voices that I've ever heard. And uh, I love Paul Rampton, and it's good to see him. And... Uh, his gal is in town with them. She actually just flew in, so he just grabbed her at the airport. So it looks like it's going to be a, a fun weekend. She's a SoCal gal, and she uh, knows her way here in uh, Vegas. But, of course, he's smuggled her up to Utah uh, doing the Post Malone thing up there. And uh, we'll talk with Paul Rampton, again, solid musician. Producer Mark Hoke. Remember the Mark Hoke Show, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., best in professional wrestling. And, of course, Mark and I uh, taking in Impact Wrestling's No Surrender Last week, and uh, Mark went Saturday and Sunday. I made my debut as far as a professional wrestling tournament on Sunday. Had a lot of fun. Great time. And, of course, Jay Vidal made it in studio last week. And, Mark, what do you got coming up on your show this Sunday? Well, we're 
waiting to see uh, be having the FSW heavyweight champion, Ice Williams, who actually was just on AEW Dark. Uh, we're waiting to see if he's going to be coming in, but uh, we should be on that. And I have a huge announcement, but uh, we're also going to be at the Las Vegas Toy Show in the next couple of days. So check that out, VegasToyShow.com. The FSW card on Saturday night, I'll be there. And then I'll be at the Santa Fe Theater for the AEW Revolution pay-per-view to watch that. So, wow. Yeah, no doubt. Big time show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Listen, the Mark Hoke Show this Sunday morning. One hour in the books, one hour to go. SportsX Radio, 101.5 FM, KDW, and streaming live on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. That's worldwide. We'll be right back. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan to day for peace of mind visit pdcenterlv.com rob ritchie farmers insurance 702-335-5744 702-335-5744 laborers union 872 the builders of allegiant stadium and the las vegas ballpark home of the aviators promodirect.com use k-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com and by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Uh, KT, hour number two, PSPR Low Studios here in Las Vegas, 101.5 FM KDWN and streaming live on the Odyssey app. Again, worldwide app. Download that baby 101.5 on the FM side, but the Odyssey app is worldwide. Just throw that on your phone or your tablet or whatever, and uh, you can pick up SportsX Radio anytime. Just search SportsX Radio or search KDWN right there on the Odyssey app. So uh, big-time show on a Friday night. Now, UKT during football season always does the Friday football fiasco, and I was just talking with Brad Powers yesterday, so I'm going to have him back on prior to the NFL draft and, of course, Brad does his own work. He doesn't follow any of the guys, Kuiper or McShay or any of those guys. Brad does his own stuff. And a lot of times he's much more accurate than those guys as far as the uh, players. But he's going to come uh, on the show and we'll update some of the situations, the Jalen Carter situation there at Georgia. And, you know, just a bunch of guys uh, right now that uh, we don't know where their stock is going to be as far as that NFL draft. But we do know that the Raiders put the franchise tag on Josh Jacobs, so he will be a Raider, and uh, then they're going to figure out the quarterback situation. From what I'm hearing now, it could be that Stidham will be back, and I don't know. They have Garbers right now under contract, so those two could be there, and then where do they go from there? Do they look to draft somebody else, or do they just maybe pick up a, uh, you know somebody else as far as free agency? That's uh, you know Dave Ziegler and uh, Josh McDaniels. They'll figure all that stuff out. 
and uh, we'll keep you abreast right here on SportsX Radio. But uh, without further ado, and I'll keep track of all these scores, I've got a friend that I've known for a long time but have not seen in a long time and very musically talented. I mean, uh, my wife, Christina, of course, a music teacher for uh, better than 25 years and, you know, major interviews with a lot of the big-time musicians and, uh, you know, told me a lot of the stories with Coverdale and Joan Jett and all these different stories and Robert Plant and all these different people that she's interviewed throughout her a uh, long time, uh, you know, she used to be in the broadcasting field as far as music, but now, of course, a music teacher and uh, running a music program down there in the Phoenix area for the last 20 years. And I can't wait for her to meet my good pal, Paul Rampton. Paul, it is great to see you. You look great. Uh, Paul is much young, younger than KT. We both met uh, through a, a, a common uh, thread up here in the Vegas Valley, Corey Hilton, uh, an attorney here in town. But uh, Paul used to be with New City Skyline was a band he was in, and now he's got a new band, a new album is out, and they're releasing singles. And uh, Paul Rampton, first off, just great to see you, my man. How are you? And you got the beautiful girlfriend that's uh, made it in studio with you, Jenny. I know that's your your better three quarters because I know you, Rampton. It's not your better half. She's your better three quarters for sure. Yeah, I feel like we should just spend the uh, the rest of the time talking about her. Honestly, <laughs> she's she's amazing, man. Um, you know. With a new band, this band's called Jana Air. Um, you know, we had the the New City Skyline days here back in back in 2012. But um, <clears throat> yeah, we you know we, we started a new band. Um, this band's all done in Las Vegas under Josh Connolly, um, the great Josh Connolly up there. Um, yeah, and uh, we're just kind of you know working on our tunes, getting some songs out. We we just released a new song. Um, you know that. Uh, and what which song? What song was that? So this has gone to waste. Um, yes, I, yeah. I listened to it today. I I think it's fantastic, and it shows shows off your vocals. Now, listen, I don't want you don't you don't you even think about being nervous when you're when you're talking <laughs> on the air because I know it, when you start singing, it's like no no problem, you know. It's like and and it it is kind of neat that uh, you and Zach Bob Ring, uh, you guys were both connected there, uh, but I remember. This is back in Zach's drinking days. Now, he's been sober about almost 10 years, but this is back in the drinking days, and uh, they were here. Black Label Society was here. They were staying at House of Blues, and Zach was supposed to do, like, a guitar, you know, appearance and stuff, and Ice-T was at this venue. Corey had kind of connected this stuff together, and you guys were there, New City Skyline, so you guys were playing. Your voice is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it is. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just one of those Mm. voices that, you know, the women just go nuts over, and it's it's fabulous but then ice t was there and i think he rapped for like four <laughs> hours man it was like yeah. it was unbelievable like a lot of the old school stuff i mean and i'm a jersey boy those were there were words that i'd never even heard before and i was like wow that's that's amazing but zach was supposed to be there and then he was so hammered and passed out that he wouldn't answer the phone nothing we couldn't get him so uh stella my old spiritual mentor and my ex-wife karen they somehow got to the mandalay bay they got him they transported him to the venue and then i remember like he like he's passed out like there at the venue and then you said yeah but he's a true rocker honestly man honestly we we were on stage i remember <laughs> i remember he walked in just like you know, dude and he looked like right right, right. he looked down. he looked like he just woke up out he of a out, out of a out, yeah. out of an alley yeah. or something so we're on and we come off and the guy goes hey can you guys play another five minutes and we're like really i mean we, it's all we got so we just went through played another song you know that that we'd been working on and finally when we get off i, I remember walking back there and the dude's just passed out 
completely drooled out and someone goes hey zach it's on the dude pops up grabs his guitar yeah it was uh it's it it just classic man oh man i'm telling you and, and i could tell you some ridiculous stories uh back in the day but zach and i like when he would uh there was a uh, bar in new york city called brews b-r-e-w-s and so when they would play in the city sometimes i'd go in if i was in town in jersey and i'd go there and i remember we went, we were there for uh, I can't remember if it was my sister one of my sister's weddings or my brother's wedding but we were there for like this reception and uh, so Zach you know met JD John DeServio his bass player another fellow Jersey boy and we went into this place Bruise and and we were just hanging out it was after hours so it was closed up they closed up at like three in the morning there and it was about four four thirty and we we're just there and we had whatever we wanted man that place was locked up food and drink and just hanging out. And then I remember Zach and I taking a, a cab back to a New York cab back to the hotel and the cab drive. And we're, you know, we're there. And then uh, I, I want to say my brother was there and we're, we're like, like, he's passing out. Right. And so we're like, all right, come on, Sammy, let's go. Let's, you know, trying to keep him awake in the cab. And so the guy goes to the cab driver, goes to Zach. He goes, all right. So uh, anything else? And, and Zach goes, well, yeah. Can you get a 12 pack of Heineken? <laughs> and it's it, like 430 in the morning. And, and the guy's like. All right, let me see what I could do. Now, you know, it's like every cab driver in Vegas or, or, or New York, they know somebody that knows somebody. They, they know the guy, right? So next thing you know, we're there at some little liquor store, and it's all, you know, gated up and everything. All of a sudden, we see this thing open up, and, and this guy comes. And next thing you know, the guy comes out with two six-packs, bottles of Heineken. I forget. Zach gave the guy, like, 50 bucks, like, for just for <laughs> Just, like, didn't even care. He's like, he got his fix there. And, you know, because that's back in the day. When he's literally, when he was on tour, he was literally going through two cases of Bex a day. Now yeah, that was his Aussie days well, too, right? Aussie, that was right, so, Aussie. So right. he was he was out partying. He was having the best. Uh, I mean, those shows were insane. It Especially was, well, the No Oz More Fest. Tears album, right? Right. That, but, that's where he first got on. Was that first record? Well, right? Yeah, but it, I mean, it was uh, it, you know when he was doing Black Label and Ozzy, so he was doing double duty. So on Ozfest, yeah. I mean, and don't he, sleep on that Black Label stuff. Oh Holy no, now man, now now Black that, Label Society's gotten big. And, honestly, and, those first yeah. two records, some of the greatest rock records of all time. I yeah, mean, Zach, uh, Zach knew, he just knew how to three down. You know, just it was it was Ozzy Osbourne. He knew how to lay a solo, but when it came to the Zach Wild band, you know, he was he was able to sing like. In a style that I don't think he could have done with Ozzy, right? You no, know, he, no, for sure. He was able to kind of yep. find his own voice, and and and, and, and you could see a little bit because he, he, like some of the group, like he's a bit, Zeppelin would be his number one band of all times, but his the, like he loved Leonard Skinnerd and he loved you know, I hear all Lemmy the brothers' his voice and, too, and, and, like yeah. kind of that that you know groggly, just you know yeah, my little motorhead, typical, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then uh, I remember when Zach got his Walk of Fame there in Hollywood, and I was there, and Ozzy was there, and I. Was, yeah, Ozzy was typical Ozzy, but I was hanging with Lemmy from Motorhead and Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. At the and, Rainbow Room, weren't yeah, you? You uh, went over to the Rainbow Room. That, that, was, that was good times, man, good times. And then Ozzy was like, so Zach would tell me some of the stories with Oz, and, and like they'd be in Beverly Hills at Ozzy's house and literally, you know, be writing an album for like four or five hours, right? And then, you know, Sharon and, and the kids weren't even around, right? And so then Oz would go down the hallway in the in the uh, in in the big house and everything, and he'd go down the hallway and go to the bathroom, and then he'd come out. And Zach does the best Ozzy impression, like with the squinting and the glasses. But he says he goes, "It's unbelievable how messed up Ozzy was," because he, he goes, "We literally are together like four hours working on all these different songs." And Ozzy'd go to the bathroom, and then he'd come out, and he'd literally look down the hallway, and he'd be peering and kind of like squinting, like, mm. "Who the hell's in my living room?" And Zach would be like, "Hey." 
oh man, it's me, yeah. it's me, it's Zach. You know, well, it's like good God, man. I mean, just just amazing that that collection of, of people together. I mean, I, I personally am kind of bummed out. Ozzy's Ozzy's taking a, a step back because that's the one thing with the, with the Parkinson's, with everything that he ever dealt with. The one thing that he never really went back on was his voice. Like his voice sounded just as great back in the black, you know, Black Sabbath days. But even up into you know 2010, 2020, he's still crushing it. You know, yep, and, yep. And and and, 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 his, have that and partnership his son Jack that, though, his yeah. son Jack now with the MS coming on, and that's that's been. So tough do you think on that's him. part of it? You think that's part of him kind of taking a step back? You and, know, I, I, you know, you can only you can only guess a little bit with Ozzy. I mean, when somebody snorts a live row of ants, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, and that's just one of many. And the career, right? You're yeah, talking. You're talking that that pace of touring. That it's amazing. He and has great any brain songs. Cells. The great songs. Yeah. I mean, it's we true. can't. We cannot. You know, Ozzy is on the pillar. I mean, he's he's one of the the Mount Rushmores of of especially heavy metal, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's they different. invented heavy metal. I mean, you're talking Black Sabbath literally invented the sound of heavy metal. It was uh, Tommy Iommi's guitar. He was working at a heavy metal uh, machinery factory, and when he was passing a piece of of i think it was just like hard steel he lost the top three fingers and so what he had to do was tune that guitar down and then he put a little i guess a prosthetic on top of it okay and that sound became that wow see great insight there see stuff kt did not know yeah there you go you know so they they had this this doom about him and and yeah i mean i'm, I'm getting sentimental about ozzy but i think you know it's just sad to see if his career is coming to an end, man. What a what a great one! Listen, man. the circle of life, my man. Look, you're young enough now, and uh, but you're you're in your prime. Uh, tell me a little bit about Janet Air. Yeah, so um, as I was mentioning earlier, um, uh, the band is is all originated from Pasadena. We we all got there collectively, and um, uh, we have a buddy of ours out here who has a studio called Studio A. Um, his name's Josh Connolly, a magnificent producer. Uh, Carlos Santana, we're talking Mike Posner, Kendrick Lamar, Justin Bieber, you name him, he's done them. Um, so he uh, he ended up taking on our project and um, you know signed us to a deal with his his label. And now we're we're kind of in this weird zone of we have twelve songs that we've recorded um, and. We're in a world where, you know, it's kind of a singles world. You don't make albums, you know, until you're going to press vinyl. So uh, I hate that. I'm I, sorry, I know. man. I'm well, old I, school, man. I hate that because we look forward. And, in fact, my wife, it was funny because we went. I'm trying to think where we went. Uh, we went to some venue, and there were all these album covers that were up, you know, all over the wall, like in pristine condition. And that was Christina, my wife. She had all of them. I mean, like she showed me pictures of her room back in Wisconsin when she's growing up. But all of those album covers, like perfect. And then like her mom would allow some of them to be played, like like the Rumors album from Fleetwood Mac. Like yeah. she loved that. Like there were certain ones you, you got away with, right? And then yeah. her brother, uh, Nathan, who's actually in town, Nate would be like, you know, he'd be playing like the Ozzy or the Running with the Devil Van Halen. And the mom would be like, what is that? Turn that <laughs> stuff that down. Devil? And they, exactly <laughs> right, right. The good Christian no. family. Like, well, what is that devil worshiping stuff you're playing? You no, know, I could. You could harp on that. I mean, I I love albums. I love the feeling of like a, a vinyl. Um, but we're just kind of in a world where uh, we're building, so we need to we need to kind of prove ourselves. So we're just going to release, you know, a single every four to six weeks, and and play a lot of shows and, and try to build our fan base. Um, you know, we're you playing here in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. So we'll be, you know, go ahead and uh, look at Janet Air uh, Music dot com uh, if you want to, you know. And, and where'd the name come from, Janet Air? Yeah, yeah. So we're um, uh, recording out here in Vegas, and 
don't know if you know the folklore out here, you Nevadans. Um, uh, there's an airline that uh, takes. Uh, this is going to get a little woo-woo now. Um, an airline that takes employees from McCarran Airport to Area 51, and it's called Janet Airlines. Okay. So you may have seen the plane. It's a white plane with a red dash across it. And, and if nothing else, it's just cool to have an alien band name, you know. There you go. So what happens to those people that take that flight? Do some of them not make it we've, back? We've exposed them. Oh, we've okay. exposed them. <laughs> so they're coming. The men in black are coming for us. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not too worried. I know Biden knows all about wherever everything is. Hey, I mean, man, they're just... up there. You see these Tic Tac things? Yeah. They're, they're here. They're I'm, here. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm welcoming with open arms. All right. So, Janet, you guys don't have anything to do with these balloons that have been flying across the country, do you? Yeah. So, you know our promo. So you've seen our <laughs> promo out there. Yeah. So, all those weather balloons, they thought it was China, but it was actually, yeah, it was one of our Janet Air Jan- promo <laughs> balloons. Um. That is great. Good stuff. Paulie Rampton, man. Hey, now uh, on Instagram, how do people follow you? Yeah. Janet Air Music. And if I'm uh, not saying that, Janet, that's Janet airmusic.com or Janet Air Music at Instagram. Um, again, we'll just uh, we'll build as we go. We'll do this together. Um, you know, there's no there's no well, magic. Why dust not here. Jenny Air? I mean, your girl's Jenny, man. What happened? Are you did the, the name came before the girl, or the girl came before the no, name? No, simultaneously. Yeah, simultaneously. simultaneously. This, uh, you know, you know, I was going through uh, a rough uh, breakup about five years ago, four or five years ago, and. Um, um, How long did that last? So that was a while, you know, just get, getting a divorce and, and, and going through that and started to make this record. I, I met Jenny. and I'm so disappointed in you, and, Rampton, you know? And Je- <laughs> Jenny. No, but here, you know me, I, I, was 0 for 2 for, I was 0 for 2 in a walk before I met Christina, so. Well, you know, like, like I'm saying, I, you know, I'm just trying to get to the fact that you know, Jenny really changed my life. It was, it was going down a bad road. We're, we were starting to make this record. And, and, and then, you know, just being like sad, just, just, just doing, doing all the things that you shouldn't do when you're, you when you're depressed. and. And just being a being a POS and, and and treating people the way I shouldn't be treating people and and this woman saw me in that time and you know I was making this record collectively so the album that's coming up um, she's you know the whole reason the record's called Janet Air Space and Time is you know because of her you know, all these songs that came from it all the art that came from it and the healing and and the processing and she's a uh, I'm lucky enough to have her as a uh, psychologist she's a psychologist up at the University of Utah everybody right and, and this is this is like a 1-1-A not only do I get the gal but no. I get the free medical she, treatment you, it's awesome she is she's beautiful inside out you see her she's 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 the ultimate package and I feel lucky and you know she really was a a, a stepping uh, stone for this record and for me getting it done and you are and, blessed Rampton you and, know that and, you're blessed and, and highly favored and you know what we all go through seasons and, uh, you know, real quick, uh, Zach, when he was, you know, I, I remember him in, uh, you know, the the guy from Metallica, one of them said, he, I'm, I'm done. I can't drink anymore. James I'm I th- Whoever it was. And he just said, I'm done. And Zach's like, ah, what a wuss. Who the hell quits drinking? You're rock and roll. You can't quit drinking. Like, you know, so literally. If he you know, wasn't so good at it. Well, you know, if he I, wasn't so good at the drinking was, and playing, well, don't drink and it. drive. But that was it. can no. drink and play. But about three weeks <laughs> after that, he was up in Washington State and literally was having trouble even moving his legs. And he's like, what the heck? So after, I, I think they cut that performance short, they canceled a couple of dates. He had to go back to L.A., went to the doctor, and he goes into the doctor with my sister Barbara Ann, and the doctor says, well, it's simple, Zach. He goes, uh, 
You can't drink anymore. No more alcohol. You're done. And my sister's like, yeah. And she and Zach's like, no. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, so they're walking out. And, and Zach's like, well, what do you mean I, I, can't, I can't drink it at all? And he says, well, look, at your, your blood is coagulated like oil, man. It's so thick. I got to put you on a blood thinner, put some on heparin or Coumadin or one of these. And uh, next thing you know, you know, Barb's, uh, he calls her the warden. So my sister Barb Rand's walking down the hallway. And uh, Zach is leaving the doctor's office kind of like with his tail between his legs. And he stops and he goes, hey, doc. You know, like Black Label, when I'm in Bulgaria or Japan or Germany or, you know, one of those places, it's cool if I just drink a little and it's whispering <laughs> so far. And the doctor says, sure, Zach, There's... if you want to just die a little, get the hell out of my office, fix him in the ass and send him on That's his way. That's why we need the doctors, my friend. There you go. This is no why doubt. we need the doctors. Listen to your doctors, okay? There you go. Out Good of stuff. all this crazy stuff going on out there, listen to your doctors. Outstanding. He is Paul Rampton. Going to take a break, come back, finish up with Paul, and uh, get you set up with college basketball big time for tomorrow. Update you. The Vegas Golden Knights have taken a 3-2 lead over the Devils. 9-10 to go third period right there at T-Mobile. Anaheim a 2-1 lead, now 8-42 to go third period over Montreal. And... Uh, Carolina mercifully finished off Arizona 6-1. Edmonton doubled up on Winnipeg 6-3. If you missed it, and Seattle the same, doubled up on Columbus on the road by a score of 4-2. We are live from Vegas Sports X Radio 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download that now. We'll be right back live from Vegas. Sports X Radio, great stuff. That is the voice of my good pal and guest in studio, Paul Rampton. Janet Eyre is the band. That is great stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, those pipes, man. You've, you've been blessed, man. I'm glad that you stayed with it. You never quit. I know it's not been the rise to the top like everybody thinks it's going to be like, you know, boom, boom, boom. But you're staying with it. Yeah. God bless you, man. You uh, look like you're on a good. Uh, you look like first off, you look like you're in a good place. Yeah. Because you got your better three quarters over there. <laughs> but you look like you're you're, you're enjoying blessed, what dude. you're doing. I got, I got and a you, beautiful daughter. Yep. I got a, a beautiful partner. I mean, and that's the next I'm single. Good. The next single. Yeah. The next single is about your daughter. Yeah. So we just uh, finished the recording and mixing tonight um, of Olivia. So that's the that's the next track. That's, Looking forward to it. so all that's these about all the daughter, these. So it's got to be a real one. You know, all these tunes are going to be playing right here. Sports X Radio. Paul Rampton. Also. You're you're a Utah kid, yeah. uh, but you play. You know, but you're a sports guy too. You you enjoy sports and you enjoy hoops. And uh, yeah, who played. was it, who was that famous basketball yeah, coach I, back in the day? I that was, uh, yeah. I was lucky enough to be coached by John Stockton. You know the old Stockton to I Malone. Love, I love I love John Stockton and Hornacek too. There was that yeah. threesome. I love the all three of those guys. I, I they, they ticked me off because they never won it. Well, they and, Michael Jordan, the best. Well, the tell goat. me, I'm a Knicks fan. The goat. Man, They're I, not going to win while you. Michael Jordan's playing. I agree at with his you. prime. Uh, Russell could have <laughs> if Russell could have just. 
Just Dude, he crossed his shot. legs. Oh, I'm a terrible. Utah. I'm a Utah kid, but you don't cross your legs on Michael Jordan. I know. He's going to just give you a nice little tap. Yeah, trust me. I mean, the Jordan, Jordan got calls that never existed, especially against the Knicks, but at the end of the day, he is still the greatest. And I've watched LeBron. Yeah. I've watched Kobe. I've watched them all. Uh, did not get to see Bill Russell, and I know Bill Russell – was phenomenal. And I saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, but different. You know, I don't I don't compare. Uh, you know, jump shooters are different. Like down yeah. low, I didn't get to see Chamberlain in his prime or Bill Russell in his prime. I got right. to see some of Chamberlain. Uh, but at the end of the day, I will say uh, Michael Jordan, what he could do that nobody else could do that I've seen is he could hang in the air so long that when you're coming down and you're the defender, you're mm-hmm. going down faster than him because he was like suspended in animation yeah. and he would then he could shoot the ball really well on the way down, not just elevating, but on the way down. And he would almost like a staring contest. He, you would blink before he would because he's going to knock that shot yeah. down. And he was the best. Well, you know, talking about John Stockton. So we were out at dinner and we're like, hey, John, you got to tell us who's the greatest. Who's the goat? He goes, you know, it's Michael Jordan. There's there you could say Magic Johnson, you could give arguments for Kobe, uh, you give arguments for LeBron, you can give arguments to some of these guys, but when it comes down to the game's on and we have a championship to win, Michael Jordan's the best. And here and, and what, his and what, his average what, goes up in the playoffs. I mean, the guy's a gamer, not only being the greatest and bringing this beautiful style like uh, Doctor J, right? Doctor J brought I this like Dr. this paint, brought this J paint the to the game. You know, he was I loved him. moving the ball around the backboard, up around the back, and Michael Jordan took that and. And became an assassin. He killed. He was right. a killer. Here, he would thing. murder you before he lost a here's game. Here's the thing with Dr. J. Dr. J looked cooler doing it yeah. than Michael Jordan. Why? Because Dr. J. He had the, fr- the perfect <laughs> the fro. He had the perfect. He was chiseled. 6'6". Yeah. Six, six. I mean, that dude, he was absolutely unbelievable. And he did it with the red, white, and blue ball, the ABA ball first with the Virginia Squires and the New York Nets. And I got to watch those games. And people don't realize the ABA was really good. Like Dan Issel, they would Artis NBA Gilmore. Teams, right? They were, uh, yeah, well, some of them transitioned into the NBA. But Artis Gilmore was a great center and uh, seven foot two. And then he was out of Jacksonville. And he was there with Dan Issel and Louis Dampier and uh, just a really good Kentucky Colonels team. And they'd always play the New York Nets, like get into the finals. And the Nets had like Billy Paltz and Super John Williamson and Larry Cat Keenan and, and Dr. J. Did, uh, Dr. J. Did was Moses, second. did Moses? Moses Malone and Dr. J play with each other in the ABA, or is that the Sixers? No, I, uh, they, you, you know what? Ever? And I'm trying to. I, 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 gosh darn, I don't think so. They played That's with the guy Sixers. That's no, people Sixers. sleep on. Moses Malone. Moses can Malone ball. was phenomenal. He can ball. Mark's, Mark's a big Sixers yeah. fan, but no. Uh, George McGinnis was a big time ABA player. There were a lot of good ABA players that transitioned to the NBA. Uh, but none better than Dr. J, nice. uh, and I loved him, and he was he was phenomenal. I got his autograph when I was a little kid. Uh, he was on the New York Nets at the time. He happened to be at Madison Square Garden at a doubleheader because they didn't have the NBA Summer Leagues like they do now, so you had a doubleheader at Madison Square Garden, and Dr. J was there, and he had he had the cool-ass like white suit on, like the, the white jacket, and then the white bell bottoms with the high platform shoes and the black turtleneck, and it was like winter. The and game. then the perfect fro, yeah. right? And I go to my dad. I go, "Oh my God, Doctor J!" And he goes like this. He goes, "Son, you're not going to get within two miles of Doctor J." I go, "Dad, I, I can do it." And he goes, "He goes, remember, so I, your ticket." He goes, "Remember where you are after the usher boots you out." So I sneak over there. I swear, as soon as the usher like turns, he's talking to someone in the aisle. I, I slither down like by the side. And I'm there. I'm literally. I'm I'm like, no. I'm literally right there on the side. Like I could get kicked out at any time. I'm just like right there. And I go, I go, Doc, Doctor J. Can you? And I had a Harry M. Stevens napkin because Harry M. Stevens did all the concessions there at Madison Square Garden, and he signed it, Doctor J. Like just as great a penmanship as he looked. I mean, he was that cool. 
And, of course, I lost that. Who knows what it would be worth now, but that was just awesome. Now, the cool thing is when I worked, when I did my show at the Venetian at— What's that uh, say? Sorry to interrupt you. What's that say? Uh, it says Utah. Paul Julius Rampton. I, I, I saw Old that. Old Man I Rampton. That's right. I saw that. Old Man Rampton was a huge Dr. J fan. Okay, so. cool. I saw so that, I, I grew up. I got watching all of his tapes, and, yeah, he's, he's the best. I didn't know, man. I thought it maybe was from Orange Julius, the, uh, the drink. <laughs> no, but no, that's cool. No, that Scott. is her middle name. It was supposed to be Julius and, and the mom. I like the it. moms changed it to Paul. So no, I like yeah. it, though. I like it, Paul. Yeah. That, that Julius, the middle name. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I should have been the first name. Yeah, but that's you know? okay. You're in there. You... I'm going to do a name change. You know, I'm feeling a, feeling a strong name no, change. You're, you're, you're good where you are, man, because now people are going to know as Janet Eyre elevates in the music world, and they're going to go, oh, there's that Rampton character. I thought he was done, man. Look, he's, <laughs> he's resurfaced here. I went into hiding. There no, you go. I got, I got you, lucky, man. You didn't man. do the Aaron Rodgers in no. the Three Days of Darkness. I, I think I need to, though. <laughs> yeah, no. He's going to come out and win three Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, God. Well, my wife's from Wisconsin. I mean, so if you what are they going to do? The Packers, what are the okay. Packers going to do? Are they going to... I don't know. I, I, I mean, my he feeling just wants is, some self-discovery. I think he ends so up with scary. the Jets. I think he ends up with the Jets. That's that's my feeling. So so the, they're upset that he he's doing this. It's like a deprivation tank for three days. Is that what I'm hearing? He he, he did it, and uh, he's out. But he, here's the thing with Aaron. Oh, he's already out. He yeah, did yeah, he did it. This is okay. He did it like so, uh, a week or so. So ago. what happened? Did he? I don't know. He said he's going to have a decision on what he's going to do. You know, I mean, well, so I think Green Bay, even though it was short sample size, I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay saw enough. From Jordan Love to realize they're ready to move on. Well, shit, or go. You know, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you go straight to the Forty ers Go back to your. Go back to your. Isn't he from Cal? Like right. Yeah, he's in that. He's in that up, area. Like yeah. go. You know, could, could go be. Back. I mean, go with the go with the top go defense. Go with go the top. De- I don't it, know if the Niners are going to where they're going to go. I mean, they still have Trey Lance. They still. You know, now you have uh, Purdy. But Aaron Rodgers. It's. I know. He's. You're, you're talking about one of the three greatest quarterbacks of his generation. I mean, he is. He can still sling it too. I mean, give him, give him some, you know, give him a good offensive line. Give him a, give him a defense that that can get the ball back to him. You know, this is what the 49ers have. They they're they're a fast team. They just need a quarterback and come in and, and settle the show. You know, come in and you know he can dink and dunk. He can go deep ball. He can he can really get out there and, and do what we love about Patrick Mahomes is the you know those you got magical moments. You got McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. You got Kittle. You got all these guys. You got Debo Samuel. So. You know, yep. you keep all those uh, playmakers. And, of course, Nick Bosa, the stud of studs on defense, no doubt. Uh, Jersey's tied. Vegas, uh, they've gone to overtime. They're a T-Mobile tied at three. Anaheim 3-2 leads Montreal inside the final half minute. Orange County, keep an eye on those two games as they roll on down. SportsX Radio on a Friday fiasco. Finishing up with my buddy uh, Paul Rampton. Paul, real quick, though, tell me a little bit about uh, John Stockton because you're friends with his son, Mike, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, John's just a, a great guy. and. You know, I kind of, I, I think with everything, we have a, a lot of um, people who are taking these narratives and, and taking hits on, on having ideas. And, you know, I love John and, you know, I may not agree, if, you know, 100% with, you know, his vaccine status or where he is. I just think, you know, villainizing him for having a thought, I think is, is too far. I think we need to start, well, coming, I, to, I agree we need with, to start I, coming together. I, I mean, he was, him. he was right about what he was saying. A lot I agree of it, with him a hundred percent. And, and I think for him to get the flack he got was unfair and unnecessary. It's just like piling on to this idea that, you know, we're all trying to get through this and, and do the best we can. We can't, you know, we got to stop picking sides and pointing fingers and, and let him come back. And, and, you know, especially with ESPN, like let him come back and do interviews. Like there's, they're still kind of holding the snake. It's a travesty. Them. It's a travesty uh, of pe- how people have been, uh, alienated from you know things that they do because they stood out, stood stop you know stood up for their opinion, you know for me 
I was the guy that went to Raider games and covered them with no fans in the stands in 2020, right? Right, right. But 2021, I couldn't go to the games because the Raiders made it mandatory that you had to be vaccinated. I was like one of the only, right. you know, media guys that wasn't vaccinated. And I don't give a crap. At yeah. the end of the day, you know, I Wiggins got traded last year, went to Golden State, won a title, right? Yeah. You know what they said? What, what he said afterwards? They said, hey, how happy are you that you came here to win a title? He goes, yeah, I'm happy about that. He goes, but I'm bummed that I got vaccinated. And now yeah. if you look at all this stuff, and I'll just tell you, you know, people can say what they want. And they can say what conspiracy theorists and all right. this crap. Well, what, End of the just day, saying that, like we've got to trust these companies to, no, to, be the, to give us the information. Here, here's the thing. They're telling us right they now. Have, they have immunity. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no ramifications, whether you're Pfizer, whether you're Moderna, you're whether talking, you're Johnson & Johnson. It's crap. You're talking about a company who's been penalized more than any other company in U.S. government history. Yep. We're talking about Pfizer's paid the most in fines. They've, they've been guilty of killing thousands and thousands of people. You think that at the end of the day, they're not pushing a product? And and to get mad and to get upset at at John Stockton for having an opinion like I maybe don't maybe I don't want this maybe this is too quick how about I take a breath I mean he didn't say anything crazy to me no I, said I mean the if same you thing. want the vaccine and you want to feel good right. about yourself and you want to that's do great. that that's your choice exactly. and, and 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 do it if you feel like that's what it's gonna I you know I I took it I'm one of those who feels like man I, maybe Zach I took that well. maybe I took that too soon yep maybe Zach I didn't did have enough well. information I'm 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 doing that but at the same time I was just making the best medical decision decision for myself and to get back to John. He he did that for himself, well, and Paul, I don't think we should villainize people in any side of the fence. We need to stop that rhetoric. Paul, here's the, here's the thing: I know twelve people, me and my wife personally, twelve people that within a week of getting vaccinated died. Not 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 had complications. Are dead yeah. between the ages of twenty seven and sixty one. It happened. Okay, so it happened, I, and we're seeing now. I mean, it's it's good to see that we're we're seeing you know the, even about the you're, even about the what was it the China lab leak. That that was a, if you believed in that, that was crazy. This was this was that the other thing. The CDC just came out and said that we know it came from the lab, right? Because and it they was know, all, no, you know. So thank just, God for Elon Musk that bought Twitter, so we find out a lot of this crap that's been snuffed out yeah, for years. Yeah, you know, on all of it. And, and the thing is, is like I'm not, I'm I'm here to try to collect the information, the best information I can get, so I can make the best decision for my daughter, for my wife, for, right. for everybody. And and to, to villainize people who are speaking and say they can't say that because it makes me feel uncomfortable or this and that and the other thing, we need information. Everybody needs to speak right. and, and let, let, let the people decide what's smart and what's not. You know, because there's, there's people like, like my fiancé who is, who's, who's a doctor who put, her through, who put herself through school, played hockey, you know, isn't, you can't put her in a box. She's not a box. And that's how we all are. And, and, and to... But yet she's a Southern Cal girl, and there was more pressure in that state than almost any other state. I lived there during the pandemic. Yeah. It, it was it was wild, and still, it's. Do you know it, you couldn't get into your classroom unless you had the vaccines and were updated on the children. boosters. Do you know now yeah. that Harvard, Yale, Tufts, you cannot get in there unless you have all the boosters up to the minute? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, we need, we need to allow we need to get back to that place where we allow people to make the best medical decision they can for themselves, and if it's not the vaccine. You can't say that's an evil person. That's a bad person. If it is the vaccine, and you're you're a person who's like, I hate the vaccines. I hate everything that the government's doing. Because let's let's be honest, the government has lied to us quite a bit, quite a bit, and we're all mad. But I think the only way that this kind of comes together is that we really understand that we all want the same things, and we all we all want our family to be healthy. We want everyone to be taken care of. And hey, I know that if my daughter gets sick, I'm not rubbing like hemp plant over her. I'm taking her to a doctor. You know, and I, like I think we need to get back to to just listening to but opinions. You've got to be able to trust your doctors too. Yeah, exactly, but okay. this distrust of it, 
too is is a scary thing. We just need to know that everybody's flawed. Like we got to get to that place, you know. I I I just man, it's just hard to watch watch it happen. I mean, you you're watching our government slowly come out and tell us the truth and not taking any flack for it and we're still picking sides of what what if it, if you're on the if you're on the right, you know, you're you're mad about you know, no, that's, if you're on the left, you're mad about this. It just, just shouldn't matter. But but here's the thing: there's a lot of people that are on the right that I know got vaccinated. Okay, like Zach uh, is lot. one of them. I know tons. Okay, yeah. No, so not, I mean, and tend to say they're because they're on the right, they didn't get vaccinated is wrong too, right? Like the the, the, the right the right got vaccinated yeah, just ju- as much. You, you, you right, know? you can't you can't ju- you can't judge from that. But my thing was, look, it's my body, right? It's mm-hmm. my body. All I want. Is more information. Amen. I said, and I t- what I would joke around with my buddies and go, look, if you're alive in three years, maybe I'll get it. Yeah, and, and, and I was totally. joking, but now realistically, with the thousands and thousands, when you go to the bears and you look and you see, and they say that's only a fraction of what's actually been reported. So it's, you know what? It it's going to come it, out. That Netflix. I'm just saying that yeah. Netflix show is going to be lit. It is. <laughs> when that Netflix well, documentary be, comes out, we're all going to be like, shit. I may be, I may be speaking. Uh, as far as Florida, you cannot curse on this show, oh, my man. Yes. Sorry about that. I am so sorry, that. everybody. It's okay. I'm it's okay. So it's not serious XM, my man. It's uh, all right. Shoot. It's all right. I got to get I'm from Utah, too. I, I, I just told you I knew how to speak Mormon, right. you know? That's okay. That's okay. all right. I got, all right. I got a great producer that knows how to use a dump button. But... <laughs> shoot. I'm, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, Paul, it is great to see you. Janet Air is you, the album. Thank you. Uh, you and Jenny go enjoy the city. Uh, I'm going to take a break. Sports X Radio, come back, get you caught up on college basketball, and get you set for tomorrow. There are tons of games. Uh, went off uh, the path a little bit, but you know what? We're passionate, and that's what we do here at SportsX Radio. You know where KT is at uh, for a long time. Look, at the end of the day, do what you do. Do what you feel is right, and you know what? At the end of the day, I'm not pushing what I believe on anybody. I just follow. You know, I walk to the beat of my drum, and, uh, you know, is what it is. So we are live from Vegas, SportsX Radio, 101.5 FM, KDWN, streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're listening to SportsX Radio, produced by Mark Hoke. Mark Hoke Show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling. Live from Vegas. We'll come right back, wrap things up. A little more Janet Air coming back, wrapping things up on a Friday fiasco. KT in studio, PSPR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. And uh, great to see Paul Rampton and his uh, beautiful gal Jenny making it in studio here on a Friday night in Vegas. Mark Hoke running the show. Lots going on. College basketball all weekend long and throughout the month of March. Of course, it is that madness time. Uh, Nuggets 113-97 came back and beat the Grizz at home. Actually, five seconds left in the game, but the game going to stay under the 234 and a half. But a big turnaround in the second half. By Denver, how about this one? The Kings hold on, beat the Clippers, 128-127. Good one there in Sacktown. Clipper fans get the money, plus the seven, but it's uh, Sacramento that gets the victory. Game flies over the 240, hits 255. Warriors, 108-99, beat the Pelicans by nine, covering uh, the spread of five. Game staying well under the 231.5. And T-Wolves lead the Lakers, 103-100, 320 still to go in La La Land. Keep an eye on that one as we get out of here in about 10 minutes from now. College basketball gave you all the scores except the uh, couple that are rolling. Right now, Colorado State leads New Mexico 66-60, 9.50 to go, second half, Fort Collins. That game uh, 
on an overpace, uh, 156 and a half is your total, two and a half New Mexico road favorite down six. Keep an eye on that one as we roll on down. Uh, Pacific and San Francisco, good game at the Orleans Arena. First game, BYU came back from a halftime deficit and beat Portland. San Francisco leads Pacific at halftime. Pacific beating Pepperdine last night. San Fran leads at 40-36, to high-scoring game, but the total is 156, so on your way there, looking like it's going to be right around that number. And San Fran, a minus 9, up by 4 at intermission. And uh, that is it as far as what's going on on the hardwood. Right now, shootout. Jersey and Vegas, T-Mobile, let you know who wins that. Anaheim did close out Montreal by a count of 3-2. to two. So uh, let's jump over because we've got tons of college basketball tomorrow. And KT made a ton of plays uh, for tomorrow. And uh, yeah, maybe Mark Coco will go through the games and see if he can drop one in there uh, for tomorrow, see if there's a game that he likes. But we'll keep an eye on the games uh, that are closing out, just the two of them. One here in Vegas and then one in Fort Collins. Tomorrow, uh, Seton Hall uh, taking on Providence. It is Providence at home, minus 8.5, 140 your total. And uh, let me go there because I'm uh, pretty sure that uh, Seton Hall, I'm trying to remember if the Hall, no, Providence beat them 71-67 the first game in Jersey. So uh, going for a sweep. That's why I didn't touch that game. Bama is going to be at Texas A&M. That line's up to two now. Aggies favored by two. That's a flip-flop of uh, Alabama being an early favorite in that game. Uh, let me see. Bama won the first, uh, or is this the only meeting? This might be the only meeting on, on this stuff. I've got so many different uh, little sheets here with notes KT, let me see, uh, A&M plus two. Yeah, it's the only meeting this year. Uh, Baylor minus seven. They lost by 15 at Iowa State. I jumped on Baylor. It's up to seven and a half, eight. I'd lay it. Here's why. Caleb Grill is off the team now. Best three-point shooter there for Iowa State and T.J. Otzelberger uh, going through some problems. So he's gone. Uh, Scott Drew and the guys on senior day, they'll be ready to roll in Waco against Iowa State. I think they take care of business. Princeton at home already blew out Penn on the road. Penn might try and uh, even the score there at Jadwin Jim. That's Andy's alma mater, the Quakers, taking on the Tigers. It looks like a cheap line, which means one thing, that uh, Pennsylvania probably win that game. Richmond's at home, minus two against George Mason. Let me see on uh, that game. I got all this stuff written down. Uh, George Mason won the first game 62-58. So Richmond right now a minus two down from two and a half. South Carolina took a shot at them, a pick them against Georgia. Georgia won the first game by three in overtime in Athens. So uh, taking a shot there on senior day there, South Carolina. UAB at Charlotte up to five from four, 134 and a half is your total there. Uh, UAB won the home game by eight over Charlotte earlier this year. Ohio State, Michigan State uh, right now, Sparty minus seven. Uh, Sparty won the game in Columbus, 62-41, to 41, so I'm a little leery there. Uh, Ohio State's won two of their last three games, or maybe even two in a row after dropping nine in a row. I think they've won their last two. Uh, St. John's at Marquette. Marquette taking care of business. Uh, the first game against St. John's. I'm trying to see uh, if, I got, if I can go down here and see how many they won by. Uh, they won by 11, 96-85 Marquette did at the Johnnies, and uh, they're minus 11, and this one 158. Now, I do like Auburn. Auburn's now minus two. I took them plus one and a half against Tennessee. Remember, they lost this game in Knoxville, 46-43. to 43. It was like a snoozer as far as if you had the over. But, I mean, 46-43, and Bruce Pearl's team comes off losing that 18-point lead in Tuscaloosa and losing in overtime to Alabama, 90-85. I think Auburn comes out, and I think they jump all over 
Tennessee. And Tennessee also, uh, Ziegler, their point guard, out for the year right now. So that's a major loss as well. He didn't have a great game in that first one, but he did have six assists there for Tennessee. Virginia minus 19 against Louisville. Didn't touch it. It's right where it should be. Cornell minus 15 at home against Columbia, 158.5. Siena's at St. Peter's. Siena's uh, dropped four in a row against the number. But St. Peter's nothing to write home about. Uh, Saints of Siena minus four on the road. Loyola Chicago's at LaSalle. LaSalle minus three and a half. It's their only meeting these two teams this year. Fordham already won at Duquesne. They're minus one at home. Uh, Dukes could even the score there. Didn't touch it. Mount St. Mary's already lost to Manhattan at home. Now they're going to take on the Jaspers in Manhattan. Manhattan minus two. And Manhattan comes off a straight-up win at Siena. I was on them the other night, plus seven and a half. Arkansas minus five. But remember, Arkansas buried Kentucky at Rupp Arena earlier this year. But Kentucky could be without two starters tomorrow. They were already without Wheeler, uh, and they could be without another player as well. Uh, Arkansas minus five, 141 and a half there, and uh, Musselman will have them ready there in Fayetteville, but I don't like trying to get a sweep against Kentucky. Uh, Harvard, Dartmouth, Harvard minus four on the road against the Big Green. Kansas State catching four against West Virginia. If I were going to play it, I'd only play the Mountaineers. I just uh, think they'll take care of business there in Morgantown, but don't want to under, underestimate Jerome Tang. Uh, Kansas State did beat West Virginia in the Little Apple by six, but that game went into overtime. So uh, I think West Virginia probably evens the score, but uh, it's probably right around the number. Middle Tennessee State, minus one at UTEP, 134.5. St. Bonnie's at UMass, minus two. UMass gets one of their starters back who's missed the last several games. I took Frank Martin's guys. I think they take care of business. Uh, they lost by 19 at St. Bonnie's, but I like UMass to win that game. Western Kentucky's at Northern, uh, North Texas. North Texas minus 8.5 at home in Denton, 125.5. And, a half. and uh, North Texas won the first game by 4 at WKU going for the sweep there. Florida International's at Rice. Rice minus 5. Uh, TCU minus 2 at Oklahoma. Let me see if I have anything on those two. And, uh, yeah, Rice won the first game by 7. They're minus 5 at home. And on the TCU game, TCU won by 27 the first time at home in Fort Worth, and they're minus two at Oklahoma in Norman. Niagara against Canisius. Canisius minus two and a half. They've covered four in a row, the Golden Griffins. But I remember Brian Blessing, the late Brian Blessing, said in this game, the battle of those two teams in northern New York, take the points. So I'm not going to touch the game, but uh, he's, uh, he would tell you to take the Purple Eagles of Niagara plus the points, even though Canisius has covered a bunch in a row. Missouri at home minus nine against Ole Miss. Uh, didn't touch it. Virginia Tech minus nine and a half against Florida State. I can see the Hokies getting it done on senior day there. Texas, I did take. I laid three against Kansas. It's up to three and a half. I think they even the score against the Jayhawks. Cool off Kansas, who's already won the Big 12. Air Force minus two. They lost by 25 at San Jose State. They're going to try and even the score. I do like Oregon to beat Stanford. Uh, I think the Ducks take care of business. They lost to Stanford by seven at Maples Pavilion. I think they win this game by double digits after uh, winning by 40 last night against Cal. UC Davis, minus three against Long Beach State. George Washington catching seven against VCU at home. I took the Colonials there. Give me G-Dub plus a seven. UNLV's catching eight at Nevada. They beat the uh, Wolfpack here. I think the Wolfpack win the game. I don't know if they'll cover the eight, but probably uh, somewhere around that number. The Q's catching one from Wake Forest, who's shorthanded. I take the Q's only there on senior day there. Colorado to even up the score against Utah. They lost to the Utes. I think they take care of business. 
uh, at home in Boulder. But Tad Boyle's team's been disappointing. I have Miami minus six. They're up to six and a half and seven around town now to avenge a loss at Pittsburgh. LSU's catching eight at Florida, not touching that game without Castleton. Florida, not the same team. He had 18 points, five blocks in that first win for the Gators on the road in the bayou. Texas Tech minus six at home against Oklahoma State. I took the Red Raiders. I think they take care of business there. Oklahoma State could be shorthanded player-wise. I have North Carolina minus three. They're up to three and a half against Duke to even the score there. Uh, big game for Carolina looking for that 20th win, and they did lose in Durham. Uh, took Xavier minus 13 against Butler. I know it's a lot of points, but Butler at the Hinkle Fieldhouse beat Xavier by two earlier in the year. Xavier wins that game by 20. Uh, Louisiana Tech at home. Minus, uh, they're plus 10 against Florida Atlantic. Didn't touch that game. La Tech actually uh, played a very close game against Florida Atlantic on the road in Boca Raton. Iona, they lost to Ryder at home. I think they even up the score. I think they go to Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Uh, Patino's boys take it out on the Bronx and win it. Uh, they're laying seven. I'd lay it. Fresno State minus 13 against Chicago State. Weird matchup. Uh, Quin- Quinnipiac against Maris. Quinnipiac minus three on the road. Yale's laying five to Brown. I actually got it at six, so it's down a point. I think Brown covers that game at home. Lost the first game against Yale. Villanova plus two and a half against UConn. I think Villanova beats UConn tomorrow. Villanova's playing great ball, and Justin Moore makes a ton of difference, and they know they have momentum now. They come off a couple big wins inside the Big East. Davidson's at Rhode Island, minus 2.5, didn't touch it. Notre Dame at Clemson. Lay the points. Why? It's their only meeting, but Notre Dame coming off the high of the home win for Mike Bray in his last season. They got the W against Pitt the other night. They'll probably have a letdown and lose to Clemson. Oregon State, minus 7 against Cal, didn't touch it. Vandy, plus 2 at home. They're down one of their big players. Mississippi State may go in there and win, but... Hard to trust an offense like Mississippi State. Uh, Creighton minus 11.5 at DePaul. Didn't touch it there. Boise State, Utah State in Logan. Take Utah State. Minus the 5 against Boise State. They'll even the score. They got pummeled in Boise earlier. UC Irvine lays 15 to Bakersfield at home at the Brent Center. Cal Poly Slow is uh, catching 7.5 from UC Riverside. at Mott Jim didn't touch that one. Hawaii catching 3.5 from Santa Barbara. Hawaii actually lost to Santa Barbara by a point on the island. They may even the score there. San Diego State laying 15 to Wyoming. UCLA minus 5 against Arizona. Take the Bruins. They'll win that game and they'll be a number one seed they'll come here to vegas take care of business as well in the pac-12 tournament at t-mobile but i like ucla to win and cover the five against arizona and usc and arizona state i would take asu why because usc won in tempe both teams coming off losses tons of tournament games looking forward to them all uh follow me on twitter at sportsx radio at ken thompson 87 i'll tweet some of that stuff out you miss any part of the show archives up in about 45 minutes Folks, appreciate you. You know the rules here at SportsX Radio. No drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from PSBR Law Studios, I'm Ken Thompson. For producer Mark Hoke, for Paul Rampton, and for Dan Butterly, God bless, folks. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. Good night, everybody.